0: Welcome to the Joplin and Andrea podcast, where we discuss all things faith, family, and fun. I'm Andrea, here with my husband and awesome co-host, Joplin. Welcome to today's show.
1: The last show of the year. Yeah. Closing out 2022 with a bang. Hope you all had a good Christmas. We were actually considering releasing a Christmas podcast but I was in uh, Mexico the week before Christmas. It just didn't work to make it happen. And we'll tell you a little bit more about the Mexico trip here at the conclusion of today's podcast. So here on the final Friday of 2022. Final Friday. We've got a New Year's is coming podcast. Andrew and I are going to be talking about the underestimated value of old school games. Andrea's water sniffing abilities. You guys are going to like this. You, you you know that she believes she can taste water and tell how old it is. But turns out a couple nights ago I found out she thinks she can sniff it to tell how old it is. And so we're going to be talking about that in a little bit. Uh, also with New Year's coming up, we're going to have some tips to actually follow through on New Year's resolutions. And we're going to finish with a final brief Uh, 2022 update on our missions, projects, Uh, give you a little bit of info about what took place in Juarez, Mexico uh, the week before Christmas. But let's get started with the underestimated value of old school games. And uh, Andrew, I'm going to let you kind of start that off, but I want to clarify old school. What we mean by old school games are games that require participation, you know, not uh, with a headset on, not behind a, you know, on a TV screen, but old school games that actually require people to participate, uh, whether it's a board game or some of the other games we might talk about. But we have found these games to be very valuable and important uh, pieces of building relationships. So, Andrea, why are old school games so valuable?
0: well i kind of think it's fun to talk about right now because most often during the holidays is when they come out because you have you know a lot of family around a lot of friends around and you're looking for the opportunity to do something with each other not just sit there on your phones or sit there and you know watch a movie together and so um we did we pulled out some games this year and It was pretty fun. We had a game um, where there was questions and each person took three questions and uh, you had to fill in the blank based upon the question. Um, For example, our son Tyron had the question, if the house was burning down, and he could he could save one person, who would he save?
1: No, that wasn't the question. The question was if the house burned down and you could only save one thing out of the house, what would that one thing That's be? That's
0: right, one thing. And so um, I said his brand new shoes that he spent a whole lot of money on,
1: you yeah. said... I said Kylo. I thought that he would save Which our dog. Which is our dog. dog. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he surprised us both. And he said he would save his dad. He
1: would save me. I was yeah. the, I was the yeah. one thing that he would get he loves his dad. So, so I think he loves you too. But the question it was wasn't one thing. It wasn't like, you know, what are the two things you could save? It was the one thing. Yeah, so that was a tough one, you know, I wasn't expecting him to go with the person. I was expecting a thing, like you said, like shoes. Uh But I apparently I am that important that if the whole house were burning down, I would be the one thing he would save.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly what the question was, but one of my brothers had the question um, if he could do one thing or learn one thing. And anything Uh what would it be and uh he said to speak spanish and it just really uh made me laugh because that was the last thing i would have picked for him but he works with a lot of people that speak spanish and so
1: so we found the value in these games is that you actually get to know people a little bit more yes Um, sometimes people's personalities come out Mm -hmm. you know yeah Uh, we played some games with the mission team coming back from mexico we had a 12-hour drive in the van uh the church van and we played some fun games. Um, we played a game where it was truth or lie. And uh-huh. so you, you tell a story. It might be true. It might not. If it's a true story, um, you try to get people to um, say, yeah, it's true. If it's a false story, you also try to get them to say, yeah, I think it's true. And it's kind of fun. Yeah. But it was cool because you get to learn some things about people, mm-hmm. um, not only about their actual life, but you kind of get to figure out. You know just yeah. their personality it's a lot of we've, fun
0: we've did some uh strange trivia games and those are kind of fun sometimes too um some of them are really out there but it does definitely give you the opportunity to get to know one another better and just have some fun so, so
1: we are big proponents guys you got to play some games on the holidays find mm-hmm. ways to play games in groups you know we kind of live in an era of time where people don't know how to they don't know how to converse with anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. They're stuck to their screen and even want to play games through the screen. And I'm not saying that all games on screens are bad, but we've got to learn to be able to talk with each other, laugh with each other and, and uh, you know, play games and have a good time. Yes. So uh, we found these games, just general old school games, Doesn't matter what they are. Really have a great value, um, and just encourage uh, our listeners get back to them. Don't don't abandon the old school games. They are highly underrated in their value and place in society. What's your favorite game, Andrea?
0: Oh, I don't know. Um, Hmm. When I was younger, I used like the board game Stratis Categories. Yeah. You had to roll a letter and had to only use that letter for certain things. What about you?
1: Um, I don't really have a favorite one, honestly. I just like games that uh, make people laugh.
0: Yeah, like Flaming Kittens.
1: Yeah, that's a game I don't remember how to play. But um, yeah, I just like games that are fun. I like games that make people laugh. I like games that bring out people's competitive spirit. And so it doesn't really matter what the game is, as long as people are laughing. And as long as, you know, the competitive few in the group are, like,
0: yeah, at each other. Yeah, having a good time. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I have fun no matter Fair what enough. it is. So,
0: <laughs> All right, what's up next?
1: Well, uh, white elephant gifts are still kind of part of the old school oh, yes. games. We had a blast but, with that. Uh, we've, we've had a lot of fun with those this year. What was your favorite white elephant gift that you saw given?
0: Um, Well, I have two. Okay. We had a work Christmas party. And it is, it's usually like a 10, it's a $10 valued gift. So if you get something you don't like, it's really, you're not out that much money, but, um, we have a lady that works with us in one of our ministries and her and her husband do a lot of, um, storage unit, they find storage units. And so she had these brand new items that she brought that was well worth a $10 value. Uh, they were really ancient. And they were like these bibs that you would put on, you know, people in a nursing home so they wouldn't get stuff all over their clothes and um, a water heater. that they were new
1: they were they were brand new
0: um and then the other was like a heating pad but you actually heated it up with water from your own sink that was super hot and it was like also 50 years old and so it was fantastic i think everybody um they that
1: family's had some good gifts the last two years in a row yeah that have just been uh make you laugh yeah Yeah. that,
0: that was great and so um then my daughter and I had a blast going through the basement of our own house for this white elephant gift that we were going to do at um, my family's house. And the rule on that was that you did not buy anything. It had to be something that you already had at the house. It needed to be like five, $5 ish value. And, oh, we went shopping down there in the basement and we found some great, great that things. That was an
1: actually really fun white elephant gift yeah. idea. And
0: we uh, also had like a bunch of leftover popcorn. So we just kept adding popcorn to everything and it was fun we had a we had a good time
1: yeah that was fun giving yeah. something away that you already possess so yeah. everything that was there was like 14 or 17 gifts with her family
0: yeah you want to know what i got
1: yeah what'd you get
0: a ceramic cat a really old ceramic cat that had two dollars it had
1: two dollars and two dollars in it. And corns mm-hmm. yeah it's a, uh, piggy bank, a piggy bank but it's a ceramic cat piggy bank yes Yep.
0: yeah yeah it was good so it was good it was fun
1: and i got uh, I don't know if I should say what I got or not, because someone might be offended. But I was re-gifted a gift that came from the night before somebody else's Christmas—a <laughs> bunch of beef jerky that people didn't uh, weren't fans of. Yep,
0: yep. So, so.
1: um, yeah, yeah. If uh, whoever made that beef jerky is listening, please do not be offended. I took the beef jerky,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: and I ate it. So, yep. um, just, yeah, it's fun a weird... idea. We yeah. laughed and laughed and laughed. It was a great time.
0: Yes, lots of fun.
1: Okay, so. A couple nights ago, um, Andrea wanted some water before bed. And, you know, I'm such the nice husband. I typically Mm -hmm. ask her if she wants me to go get it for her, and she did. But I had water beside my bed, and I asked her if she just wanted a drink of it, and she sniffed it and was like, oh, no, this is old. (laughs) (laughs) And so she she said it smelled old. And uh, her and I had quite a disagreement on whether or not number one water has any smell at all and number two if you can actually sniff it and tell how old it is and she seems to think she can sniff water
0: okay to tell how old it is so let me go ahead and tell my side of the story the water was actually in a metal can that does have a lid on it but it has been sitting by your bed for long enough i have, I no have like a yeti long. can right this yes.
1: got a Solid seal on the top and then I will drink it and then I fill it up and drink it, fill it up. And so...
0: Yes, but I will say occasionally you put other things in there. The kids have put other things in there and then it just destroys the metal. Like now all of a sudden...
1: No, I haven't had anything but water in there for months.
0: It doesn't matter. Still, at some point if you did, sometimes it just changes the whole environment of that can. And I'm just telling you, (laughs) I... It 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 wasn't just a cup, guys. It was not just an open cup. It was actually a metal can, and when I so tried to take a drink of it, it
1: was
0: the can probably, but the water inside had to be contaminated because it was in the can.
1: So what if what if I? That's so crazy. Total nonsense. Here's what we're gonna do in one of our future podcasts.
0: No, I'm I'm
1: gonna get like. Five different waters, all in unmarked um, cups. Now, I'm going to know, like, which one Are they going to be
0: cups or canisters? Which one
1: cups. But I'm going to take some water from my canister, and I'm going to pour it in a cup. And we're going to see if you can test. You're going to have to sniff each cup to get a good sniff. (laughs) And then you're going to have to taste each cup. And we're going to see if she can actually tell the difference between water (laughs) that came straight out of the you know the the uh reverse osmosis unit, you know, like fresh water i can or whether it's four hours old we'll do it eight hours 12 hours all the way up to 24 hours and we're gonna see how well she can really sniff water and taste it
0: and I i don't know about all the sniffing part i just know i can taste it <laughs>
1: <laughs> well you but said you could sniff it the smell other it night the other night it just you said it smelled, smelled like old water yes so. i did
0: i did say that it was
1: in the future folks it's going to happen we will have a, a water <laughs> sniffing and tasting contest with Andrea just to see how how accurate um, she really is
0: all these water companies around us are probably going to want to hire me after that they pro-
1: they, they, they very are. well might we're going to see all right so let's move on to new year's resolutions um next week is 2023 it's here it's upon us yeah um, tomorrow night, everybody's going to be celebrating New Year's Eve and bringing in the new year. And so, uh, specifically, what we want to talk about is what are some you know what are some good tips to actually follow through on a New Year's resolution. A lot of people make New Year's resolutions that don't last more than two or three days, sometimes two or three weeks. And so, what are some tips on making resolutions? That you're gonna keep
0: um, I would definitely say making them realistic you know a lot of people are like I'm gonna to go to the gym every single day and I'm gonna quit eating sugar and drinking sweet drinks and some of that and if we could just maybe back the train up and just do something that's like hey I'm gonna to try to start going to the gym and maybe I could just start with two days a week or you know mm-hmm. something like that or you know maybe instead of um, I'm just quitting drinking pop cold turkey well Let's you know like ease I'm into gonna go it. I'm going to go
1: two days a month without drinking. No,
0: no, 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 no. But you know, if you have had it your whole life, sometimes it's hard to. I see. Just like stop. So yeah. Yeah. So make mm-hmm. make realistic goals. You know, same with biblical things. You know, if you're gonna. Do more, you know, time with God and some of that. Like, don't meet, don't have goals you can't actually meet. Yeah. Um, find goals that are actually good, good, realistic things for you. And you know, next month, then maybe you step it up a notch. Yeah. So.
1: Yeah, I think that's good advice, right? Get make realistic goals because if you make a goal and you set a goal that's so high that's just truly not obtainable, there will come a moment when you're like, okay, that was a, a bad. Um, resolution. And so I'm not going to do it. Um, so definitely realistic um, resolutions. I think it's very important. The My tip would be pick something that truly matters to you. Mm-hmm. A lot of times people's resolutions, you're, you, they make resolutions based upon what they think everybody else wants them to do or what everybody else wants them to be. And they're not personal. They don't have a lot of real impact on what you think matters in life. And so, um, you know, changing the way you eat, for example, um, the, you, there's a lot of folks that make resolutions to, you know, I'm I'm going to do this or that with, with what I eat. But when you get, get, get down to where the rubber hits the road, the motivation wasn't even they really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're fine with their way of eating, but they've been watching too much. You know, I don't know Pinterest or whatever. I don't even know what's on Pinterest, but you know, watching <laughs> watching too many other you know social media that, stuff that's saying, "Oh, you sh- This is the diet you should do. This is the diet you should do. This is this is the way you should be." And we kind of get caught up. I guess what I'm saying is we get caught up in fads. Yes. And don't make a resolution based upon some fad or what someone else thinks is important. Take some time to really think honestly what would you like to see happen or change in your life in 2023 and then think about what are some rational and reasonable goals that can make that happen. And then my final tip is this. Find somebody that... Is interested in accomplishing your goals with you, because probably one of the reasons you haven't already done this. So if these are things that are truly important to you, probably one of the reasons you haven't done it yet is you don't have anybody holding you accountable to do it. Mm-hmm. And so find somebody that wants to help you with your rational, reasonable goals. Maybe somebody that's interested in the same thing. Somebody
0: like minded
1: that. Yeah, and maybe for example, maybe it's like I want to go to the gym two or three times a week, right? I'm going to be reasonable about this. It's just something I want to add to my life. Well, find someone else that's wanting to do the same thing and and commit together. And you'll find that if you're doing your, your you know, if you're committed to something with someone, it's much harder to not follow through because they're depending upon you being there and vice versa. So yeah, um, yeah I think yeah, those are good. some very easy, reasonable Ideas. Hopefully, you guys have some good New Year's resolutions, and good luck to you keeping them. Yeah. All right, we're gonna finish this year. Uh, finish this podcast with a maybe what three to five minutes here of just kind of an update on missions twenty twenty two. I'll give you a little bit about what went on in Mexico because I was there uh, the week before Christmas. But Andrea, first with you, just final thoughts on everything that we did in twenty twenty two.
0: Um. I guess my final thoughts would just be, I feel like we've had a really blessed 2022. It's been really busy. Um, It's been a different kind of busy, but I have just been so thankful for the opportunities to not only invest in people locally and um, really sow into people here, but also be able to continue to sow into people in, you know, Honduras and in Mexico and the Philippines and, um other places that God just opened doors and so I've been really thankful been excited um, our family you know it's just it's neat to see the different things that our family does but I've just enjoyed watching our kids be lights in different areas that they have had doors open for them this year and so that's been a blessing and uh, overall I just feel really great gratitude for this last year and all the open doors that God has opened up and um, you know it Open door sometimes rings difficulty too, but the one thing, you know, you think about with difficulty is we can learn from it and we can use it and just let God just work through all of the, the things that maybe aren't as easy while you're going through the different seasons, but it's good.
1: I'll come back to you with this question after... Um I kind of talk about my thoughts on 2022 but the question is going to be uh, what's the one thing when you think about what you'd like to see us accomplished in 2023 or kind of what are you know from your perspective what are some of our major needs in the ministry and how can people help um, that's going to come back to you here in just a moment so for me in 2022 um, I never would have imagined that we would have done as much as we physically did. Um, We did not go into the year planning to do as much as we did. We did not go into the year planning to travel as much as we traveled. Um, I think that I was gone an extra five weeks that I wasn't planning on being gone in 2022. And I know for you, it was at least two or three extra weeks. And so a lot that we accomplished, we didn't go into the year thinking, hey, we will have a house in Honduras by the end of this year. Uh, We we will have our own mission team house um, in Honduras. We did not, that wasn't even on the radar. It wasn't even anything we had discussed. Um, And so I've watched God just open doors and um if it wasn't for god it would have been really overwhelming yes but honestly it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, it's it, it's not that it was easy because a lot of it was hard but it was not overwhelming and god just worked everything out um super blessed yeah, for me it definitely was um even more confirmation this is something god wants us to be doing with our lives um, the ministry is is working um i look at the philippines the philippines is one i wouldn't plan on going Mm -hmm. ended up going uh philippines is a big trip it's a long ways around the world you deal with jet lag um it's really a you know two two week trip but it's a three to four week impact on on your life with when you just it just is but hey we we had almost like 70 people saved when we were there It was a very, very, very successful trip for the kingdom of God. And I look at what God did, and it's like, obviously, this is what God wanted, you know. So really excited about everything that's happening. Um, We just got back. We spent a a week in Mexico right before Christmas. Went and delivered a bunch of Christmas gifts to children there. Uh, Beautiful, beautiful week. Um, And I personally... Enjoyed bonding with some of the team members as much as I did Bonding with some of the people in Mexico um, I had the opportunity in Mexico to stay the night one night in Juarez and uh, had uh, The opportunity to go to one of the small home Bible studies. It's happening in Juanita Luna uh, 14 people showed up in this tiny little home um, Pastor Gideon uh, was teaching on Matthew chapter 1 and and why Christ is the King. Uh, it was a really cool night, um, and I was blessed to see what God's doing there. Uh, blessed to go and see the the people that we're able to, to feed once a week. Um, all things considered, uh, as dangerous as the El Paso Juarez area was and is right now it was a very successful trip and uh, cannot say thank you enough to those of you that help support the work and donate so that we're able to buy food Mm -hmm. for these families and um, buy gifts for these kids and clothing and those of you that donate gifts and donate clothing like it is all going to a really really good cause yeah so it's awesome. We're going to close with this. When you think about next year, 2023, in light of all that's already happened this year with Extra Mile Missions, what do you feel like um, maybe our biggest uh, biggest thing is you want to see accomplished?
0: Um. Well, I think that as far as in 2023, the biggest thing that I want to see accomplished is people maybe praying about if I don't know it's hard I was actually going to say two different things and so when you ask me what's my one I'm like I don't know what I'm going to say it's our podcast
1: we can make the rules oh
0: okay so I can make the rules Um, I was just first of all I was just going to say prayers like we need like God's continual prayers to just like be over our ministry because really he just works all the details out and even you know opens all the doors and shuts all the doors and opens the hearts of the people that you know should be going or maybe shouldn't be going and um supports us financially and all of these different things so we could definitely use prayers like first and foremost um putting putting that there and then um secondly like It's just really been on my heart. I have talked to multiple people lately um, who have not had the opportunity to go on a mission trip, but they're going to go this next year. Mm -hmm. And I just really wanna encourage all of our listeners if you have never been on a mission trip outside of the country that you pray about going sometime yes um it just come with us it just changes your life like forever and um i had the opportunity to talk to one of my kids the other day because we're gone quite a bit and so it does as a mom i get bothered sometimes that you know here there are kids get you know they have to fend for themselves that week and um anyway my son's attitude has always been just fantastic and he's like you know what it's okay mom right now i think that they actually need you more than i do and for a mom like that just touches my heart but you know what he's been And Mm -hmm. he's went on mission trips and he knows the condition these kids are living in. He knows the situation the families are in and he sees the difference that we're making. And so um, it's just, it's really neat. And he, he made the comment the other day that, you know, I look at life different and that, you know, I look at my struggles and I don't actually um, think, I think to myself, they're not near as hard as what I'm making them seem because Mm -hmm. there's kids that have it so much harder. And so it's just neat. Like I see how it affects each and every one of our kids, but. I'm sharing his because he and I just talked. Um, but I just would encourage you, you know, to go and be a part of um, even if it's not with us, with some organization where you can just be a part of helping people and seeing just other how others live and just put life into perspective. So that would be awesome. probably my number one. love it. number one challenge.
1: So, since you gave two, I'm going to give two. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to, my first one, I'm just going to agree entirely with what you said. Really, the number one thing that we do need is prayer. So, th- those of uh, you that are listeners that have a regular prayer life, um, if you have a prayer list, if you write down people or organizations that you pray for so that you don't forget, it would be really awesome if you would write down um, us. Write down yes. Andrea and I by name. Write down our organization, Extra Mile Missions. Uh, write down the church, the Well Worship Center, the church that that um, I pastor as well. Please pray for us. Um, that is the most important. And, and, and the reason it is the most important is because God can do everything that's needed. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be petitioning God, Um, no matter how much you're able to help financially, no matter how, how much, uh, you know, gifts you're able to give that we can take with us and give to other people, no matter how much food you're able to provide, the need is greater than what any individual can do. And so we really, truly need people that are talking to God on our behalf and asking God to have his way with our organization. So please, please, please pray. Mm -hmm. And then for me, when I think about what our biggest need is, um, it's just infrastructure. The ministry's grown large enough that we need to continue to put people in place to delegate work to. Uh, We we hired our first full-time employee in Honduras in 2022. A handful of months later, we end up sending um, our first full-time missionary to live there and take care of the home, the mission team house.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, there are a couple of others that we really need to bring on staff, but financially, we're just not positioned to do so. And so um, we need infrastructure in place to be able to continue to delegate work and expand the ministry. And so um, that's a big need. And how do we accomplish that? Ultimately, it's just by becoming um, funded to the point that we can trust. Hey, if we bring these people on board, we're going to be able to to pay them. You know, I don't want to bring somebody on board and then not, you know, be able to pay them three months down the road. And so, yeah. um, I, I would encourage our listeners, if you're not already, um, and and you have the room to do it in your budget. Pray about sponsoring uh, Extra Mile Missions with any gift of any amount. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's $5 a month, $10 a month, or whatever you know you feel led to do. It's very easy to uh, s- sign up uh, or, or set, get a set gift. up to give mm-hmm. yeah, at extramilemissions.org. It's super simple. And so um, whether it's a one-time gift at the end of the year or um, you, know, you want to join us, on a monthly level so that we have that monthly income to be considered as part of our budget to work with. That would be awesome, that would be fantastic. Yeah. But uh, we are seeing God do great things. Yes, These are. are really cool problems to be having. Um, it's a blessing to have already expanded the place that is like really we could bring on a couple more people uh, staff-wise to really help us accomplish the workload. So can't wait to see what God does in 2023 Hope you all have a wonderful New Year's. Yes. Be safe. Have fun. Oh. <laughs> all right. <laughs> That was fantastic.
0: I, I had no like idea
1: that was going to happen. My wife, if, you, if, you're, if you're just. I knew you were going to like that. Oh, my goodness. If you're just listening and you can't see what happened, my wife just threw confetti all over the place, including my computer screen and my keyboard. Uh, that was wonderful.
0: Uh, you're welcome. It,
1: That's uh, it's, uh, it's New Year's time. Time to party, isn't it? It is. Guys, we love you. Hope you have a great finish to your 2022, and we'll see you next month. Yes.
0: Happy New Year.